0: Check podcast episode 35.
1: We had to double check that before we started. I checked, (laughs) it's valid.
0: (laughs) Gangs back together again. We have a special guest on the couch with us this evening. A very, very special guest, JJ Jessica Owens, the one and only.
2: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: We're very good, very good. Glad to finally have you on the show. This has been some time in the making. Yes. Um, but we finally made it happen. Welcome to the pod.
3: Thank you for having me. I remember meeting you guys and hearing about you. And I know I had friends who were on early on, and I was like, I hope one day I get to do this. And here and we here are. You are.
0: Yes. Let's go. I love that. Um, before we get started, uh, we should introduce ourselves for our listeners. Uh, my name is Perry, I'm Ben, and I'm Rashawn, and we make up the Risk check podcast. Uh, this evening, again, we have our special guest, Jessica. Uh, before we move on, we have to have an honorary wrist check. Ben, you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, I'm not Rashawn, so I'm repeating the watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the same one, same one I wore on the John John special. Nice. So we're going from John John to JJ.
2: Woo! I love that. Uh, it's my green OP 41.
1: Nice. Um, I still can't tell if I scratch it yet, but when we get there, you will know. Okay. Cause How are you enjoying it, it? it? A lot. I haven't taken off. I yeah. slept in it last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I slept in first it. First Rolex. How's it feel?
0: Great. Yeah. Baby's uh, first. Baby's first.
1: <sighs> Better as time goes on. Yeah. I will nice. say that. Have you um, been wearing it like, like you're- Every Everywhere? Day. Yeah. So I also, Sean knows this, I got a vintage tracker.
0: I saw that yesterday. Yeah, yes. nice. And it's really good. I don't I know if already, I've ever seen you so happy. <laughs> I already
1: started messing around with it. Sure. Been wearing the watch. Nice. Which is why I'm surprised. I can't tell if I scratched it yet. It'll but I plan on wearing it for at least the next four or five episodes. Okay. So during our wrist rolls, we'll see if, if, we, if we can count any scratches Respect. on it. Respect.
0: We got two green OPs in the podcast.
1: Yep. And the family. Respect.
0: Yeah. Uh, Rashawn, you are repeating a watch. I am repeating a watch. Intentionally. <laughs> Okay.
4: Intentionally uh, repeating (laughs) a watch. And I swore if I were to repeat a watch, this was the watch that I would repeat. Um, So I'm wearing my Oris Momotaro Diver 65. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we all have a connection to Oris. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we love the brand so much. Um, These pieces just tell a story. Mm -hmm. They just always do. And this one definitely tells my story. Um when I first acquired it, of course, the denim was um very dark and raw. And since I've been surfing in it so much, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see that, you know, the um the denim is actually turning over. Um I have to get out there again and like put some more work in on it. You need to
1: put it in the
0: sand.
4: Yeah. I, did, I that's that's something I didn't do. That's what you need. Got man.
0: a lot of salt water, but I didn't like those videos came out amazing. You were hanging out with who while you were in Montauk? Who shot that?
4: Um, it was. It's like, it's like a tag team duo, these guys that, um, that instruct over at the Maram um, Resort okay. in Montauk. Uh, so shout out to uh, Christian and Leaf. Mm. Um, so I was out with them. Dad, you're looking very agile. Yes, I mean, listen. This big boy can move. I love it. But it was good. Um, They got some drone shots, and and the videos all came out amazing. They made me look like a pro. Um, I tell everybody, don't let the videos fool you. I was like
1: dying, dying.
4: I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna make it out. Surfing's hard work. It is a lot of hard work. Um, Definitely made me um, consider going to the gym.
0: Sure. (laughs) You and me both yes um I'll go next. I am wearing um my vintage uh, Girard pergo gyromatic. This is um from the sixties mid sixties blue dial. I got it on a, a royal blue suede
1: strap. It's been a while since you wear that one
0: um I've been wearing oh, I, I just, it. it never really like consistency consistently yeah. like I don't wear it for like days on end, but like it gets a couple of it's a couple of spins. Um, this watch, I fell in love with it when I first saw it. Um, got it through a vintage dealer whom I know online. Uh, but my wife- uh, Shout out to Perry's wife. Shout out to to Denise. She was the one who popped off on this for me for my 35th birthday. Um, so I got two watches on my 35th birthday. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got this, and then you called me, yeah. I think, two days after I got this. Yeah. You know, uh, for the green OP. Yeah. Uh, so that was, so I always think about the two, uh, the blue and the green. Yeah. It's nice. oh, that's
1: a good way to look at it. Like and that. Color coded.
4: Have you thought about putting it on another strap?
0: Because I the have original, actually. Right? I have. I found some some straps online the other day. I was actually on, uh, I think it was on Hodinkee's website. They sent me
1: like a little coupon. Uh, Is it because they featured you in an article? It's not, day no. Day?
0: <laughs> 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 I filled out a survey I think they had going around.
1: <laughs>
0: and, uh, like, did you, was... you
3: like the article that featured yourself? Yes. 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 Hit <laughs> <Check. laughs>
0: the thumbs up. And um, I got some ideas that, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play around with this. Yeah. And mix it up a little bit. It'd so. be
4: nice on like a vegetable tan.
0: I was thinking more like mint green. Mm-hmm.
3: Even purple might work.
0: I was looking at purple, too. You, you know, a purple strap. That won't fit this, though. Mm. You know what's funny?
4: And this is, this is not to go off.
1: You know, Don't I mean, mention the fucking metaverse. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> go, not to go off the rail, but it was funny because um, a good friend of mine, he shared his um, Starbucks, the, uh, the green sub. Yeah. He shared it on a purple NATO. And I was like, oh, that's a real Hulk. I was like, I like that, like it's like cool. it's a joker. purple, oh like a Joker. And sure. I was like, man, that's kind of hot. So when, when you said purple strap, I was like, oh, that makes sense. It mm-hmm. it, it sounds really good.
0: We'll see. I'm gonna play around, have some fun for sure. JJ's got a one of my most coveted watches on.
3: I have. Uh, speaking of birthday watches, this it was the watch I got for my 25th birthday. It's a Rolex Date Date 1803 with a champagne dial. I now typically, embarrassingly enough, where this is a daily, as I said, it's um a daily that's has a little, like, it's casual, but a little too casual, like, a little too much, like, pushing the borderline of casual, which is basically, which is basically, yeah, which is basically me, so I think this watch fits me very well, and, like, something I love is, like, Whenever you see someone with a watch and, like, does not matter the size, doesn't matter anything, mm-hmm. you meet them, you get to know them, and you're like, wow, that watch fits their personality. And yeah, I feel does. like this watch fits me very well. It does. And
0: it's, it's a 36. Mm-hmm. What year is that?
3: I believe 1976.
0: Nice. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. There's nothing like a vintage gold watch.
3: No, like, in any... Vintage royal oak, vintage, and like it almost looks more casual, does for some weird, like for some not so shiny, yeah, Yeah. they're not so shiny, and like, yeah, they look so good with a t shirt, like, it looks just, it just looks good. Nothing looks better than old gold,
1: yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. old
0: gold is nice,
3: like the old gold Piagets, like, oh,
2: yes,
0: again, takes me back to Key West. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Gold watches in Key West for some reason just go together. Gold wow. watches in Florida. Yes, yeah, back. Like. Gold brightlings in Florida. Sure, I'm not mad at that Bust either. down two years in Florida. No, no, no. We'll pass, <laughs> we'll right. pass on that. Yes. Um, so, JJ. Yes. Finally have you on the show. Um, let's start off. Uh, I just want to get into a little bit about who you are, where you're from. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's start there. And then how you found you, yourself. So
3: I grew up in Chicago. I always spent a lot of time in New York. Mm -hmm. And my father um, was always a big watch collector. His first passion is cars. But in order to kind of have a relationship with him, I thought I should get involved in what he wanted to be involved with. And obviously it 12 years old I couldn't drive a car I, <laughs> I, I, and to this day I'm still not allowed to drive his cars so <laughs> I, I've, I've never gotten in a crash though so I don't know where that like so you're hesitation a good comes from
1: that we know of.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'm a very good driver in New York. Well, that can't, yeah. Then, I think then you, you
0: can drive, yeah, You're like New York, the best drive driver
4: anywhere then. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm, I've never had any issues. So I think awesome. that's that's good. Um, but I'm a far better watch wearer than driver. Sure, So, respect. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so um, I, I got into that with him. And really that passion started. We would always watch. He's a big James Bond fan as well as movies like Le Mans, mm. And the watches were so prominently featured in those yeah. films. And like. I'm a little bummed because I grew up with Daniel Craig as bond and like the Omega's he wore were stunning, but like I was able to get an Omega Seamaster because I was like, that's what Daniel Craig wore. Yeah. Looking back, I wish I would have started earlier because <laughs> the watches that the prior bonds wore. if I was able to pull that card, I would have gotten a pretty incredible Rolex True. out of it. But um, <laughs> that That's kind of how my passion started. And I mean, quite honestly, and I've said this before, if it was coins or anything else, I would have got into that because I really just wanted a relationship with my father. Um, But I'm really, really happy it was watches. because it's just opened up. I've I've made some incredible friends and I've just had so much fun. And I was able to turn up just such a genuine love with my father into a job, which Mm. I can't be more happy about. That's
0: that's incredible. Um, You know, it's funny. um, We've we've talked about the connection with Bond and watches Mm -hmm. and um, similar to you uh me and my dad actually connected over um not watches necessarily but bond my dad was a huge james bond fan Mm -hmm. and we talked about often like my dad's bond is um sean connery Mm -hmm. mine is um pierce 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 Brosnan. yeah and so for me when i think bond i do think omega
3: Mm
0: yes you know and so the Seamaster, I think that's probably why I'm such an Omega fan.
3: That's I think that's where my love of it stemmed yeah. from was completely and like when I got my Seamaster, I had gone through quite a significant health issue. I've I've had many significant brain injuries. And I got my Seamaster because I was like, well, Bond wore it and that survived anything. So yeah. I like use that as like a oh I no. can wear wow. the Seamaster and like that'll give me a bit of like motivation of strength mm. to, to wow. just be tough with it. And like yeah it's absolutely i think that's where my love stemmed from because i wasn't think about like now you see omega on the carpet featured so prominently like that's a testament to how phenomenal their pr is but like back in like when when daniel craig wore that or when pierce and more, celebrities weren't weren't really wearing wearing omega omega was not the brand to have it it, they were phenomenal watches and the speedmaster's always been such a phenomenal watch Mm -hmm. but like that wasn't the watch to have by any way. I mean, no. like Daniel, Craig, and Pierce put Omega they put on back the on mat. the map. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah man, absolutely. Sure. Craig sure. rocking that solid gold uh, Aqua Terra on the red carpet was like, crazy. I mean, it was fire. Daniel Craig yeah. rocking
3: anything kind of works
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 But then now it's like, it's so interesting too, because when you look at Omega's place in the market right now, they're known now for more than just the Speedmaster. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. moving into a space where it's like, people are recognizing the Aqua they recognize the Seamaster. Look at the Constellations, the having, constellations having a moment. The Constellations big yeah. moment right now. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
3: one of my favorite novelties of the past year, which if anybody's followed me on Instagram, they know is the green Speedmaster. The green speed, I, yeah. I love that, that watch. Yes, I think yes. that's so good. that's incredible. And shockingly, I'm smaller. That watch is 42 millimeters mm-hmm. and it's a testament. I, I wore that watch for weeks on end and it was so comfortable. It was, it was such a phenomenal watch. And the thing that was so cool about it is it looks black, but something I love about watches is then it's like, no, look closer. Look closer mm. at this detail. And yes. it was, yes. it's such a yes. striking green in the sun.
0: Yes, mm. 100%. So when you and your dad were connecting over watches, how mm-hmm. did that start? Did that start just you kind of like rummaging through his collection or were you guys visiting fairs
3: no it was never quite honestly what was so interesting was i had never gone to a watch event until i was about 19. it is it was such a what's what's wild about like even working in the industry for the past year and like being more of a prominently collecting for the past like four or five years what was so different prior for, for the first kind of majority of my collecting and learning about watches It was only me and my dad. Mm. It was so protected. It it, there there was no other community. I had an Instagram page, but like, Mm -hmm. it it wasn't.
0: It wasn't a thing. It was,
3: and like he wasn't super sociable with his collection ever. He's he's never been like. Mm. It was such a thing that him and I shared that. Like, I think it was very sweet because I think he wanted almost to have that be our protected thing.
0: That's awesome. It's so special.
4: Mm -hmm. I was gonna say that definitely speaks volumes to your watch knowledge as well, because um, of course. One thing about what we do you know about the sh- with the show is you know shedding a light on different people and demographics and mm-hmm. different groups because you wouldn't think that women know much about yeah. watches or what's under the hood, et cetera the same as like our demographic, yeah. people of color knowing anything about watches or anything like that, but where you are in your career is very impressive because I think you are one of. The women that kind of pioneered this—thank
3: you—this movement
4: of women that actually
0: step into this arena is like, oh, we could fight back too. Well, the cool thing <laughs> that's about it too, though, is um, it's not even like a stepping into the arena. It's almost like a reclaiming. Yeah. Yes, well, it's, it's, not, it's a reclaim. Yes, it's
3: not to say many doors weren't slammed in my face. Mm-hmm. I I sent a lot of cold emails. I you know I really wanted to get a job in this industry based off my own merit and mm-hmm. like. I didn't have any prior experience in like speaking, and I'm sure you guys can can speak to this too, as a 20 year old speaking to say, oh, I actually have a knowledge. I do have a collection, but, but I have a genuine knowledge. I'm not just some kid who has a collection whose parents bought them all this. I yep. actually have a genuine care. And like, I think being able to articulate that was very difficult mm. in email or in, and like as as sociable as I am, I'm, I'm a bit of an ambivert and it's very hard for me to ask for things or put myself out there. So like telling all these people who like auction houses are an old boys club or a lot yeah. of the watch companies are an old boys club that having this 21 year old girl say, I want to work here when they're like, well, why? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like why? And they're like, like, they're like even, I don't get it. even after I speak to the knowledge I had, which like looking back wasn't, you, you learn something every day, you, yes, you know, it's, you it's just such a vast pool of knowledge. But like, you have to have tenacity and you have to keep Mm -hmm. trying and like there there were so many times where i was like i'm i'm so off put by this i can go work at a bank i can go i'm a big math nerd and like that was my love but i was like no i i have the privilege when i'm young to try and do something Mm -hmm. i love and like i'm very proud of myself that i stuck with it because like it was like three or four years of really trying that like i got nowhere yeah
0: Yeah.
3: and like it was i sent a cold email to phillips and like I will forever like have respect for Paul Boutros because he responded
0: such a nice and gave yeah.
3: me a chance yeah. and said come and be a viewing assistant and like that was my dream because I just got to be surrounded by watches where you know this was maybe your only time getting to see them because mm-hmm. if they go into a private collection yeah, these, these are once in out. a lifetime watches and like I am forever grateful to him because he 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 saw something in and like it's very hard to come off a page in an email you you Absolutely. really can't and like he was just like here's some, here's a, here's a young girl who, who wanted to come here. And like, I'm, I'm forever grateful for him.
0: That's awesome. Um, part of the reason why I use the, the, the word reclaim too, is just because like, historically, when you think about it, it's
3: women it's, started watching. This is what I'm saying. Like yeah. Yeah.
0: women started watches. Yes. right? Yes. Like the wristwatch was, for women. uh, a, a, yeah. it was a woman's accessory. Yeah. Yes, it was. Right. Even uh, we talked about it once. I don't know if we ever talked about the show, but we went to Sotheby's. We had this conversation about minute repeaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And so now we're, we, well, we, we then moved to an age where it's sort of like people are confused that women are into watches. When and it's women like are it's,
3: wearing them. It's, all, it's always yeah. been
0: a thing. Yes. When I think about like, so my connection with watches were really started with my grandparents.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I always saw my grandparents wear watches. My grandfather had a watch collection um you know my grandmother wasn't as into it as he was but But she she wore wore watches she had a collection of watches yeah um and it was just part of the culture Mm -hmm. back then because it wasn't also we didn't have this thing about i guess they didn't have this thing about it where they weren't checking out movements it wasn't about what's under the hood you know the history of the watch it was just like yo this is a nice watch it's handsome it's Mm -hmm. pretty yeah i want to wear it yeah um, it keeps time. It keeps if it time, was courts yeah.
3: who care, it kept time. That's yeah. what mattered. One hundred
0: percent. Yeah. And oh, sorry. No, no. I was just gonna say. And you know, to move into a space now where it's like you almost people are looking at you like kind of puzzled, like, "Wow, this is a real thing." And it's like mm-hmm. this has always been a thing. But what's awesome is to see these communities within the watch community bubbling up, mm-hmm. connecting, supporting one another. And then bringing more people into the mm-hmm. fold. Um, I have to say, personally, from my experience being embraced in the watch community—one of the most diverse communities I've had the privilege to participate in—I've yes. never gone into anything else and it felt so welcome, right? And I didn't think I would be. There's almost something about it where you do kind of feel like there's a there's a barrier to entry in terms of price point mm-hmm. or just yes. class. Yes, and most of the people I meet, they're like. If you walk in with a Rolex, they're kind of like, eh, yeah, boring. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> yes. what else yes. do you have? Like, that's cool, but yeah. like, what else do you have? Exactly. And I think that's so interesting, you know, to exist in a space like like that now, and knowing Paul Bouchros, who's giving you this opportunity mm-hmm. to come and and learn side by side, I, I think is incredible.
3: I mean, not to embarrass you guys, but I think that fully, it was a testament to just how friendly and fun you guys right off the bat were. i mean when we first met all of you were just a riot you were so sociable it was very easy to talk to you and i think what was missing in the watch industry for so long was just that ease and mm-hmm. like that friendliness and like some of the most friendly people i've met have are from the watch industry or are collectors and they've been collecting for decades it's not like there weren't friendly people in the industry but i think there was such I think with the pandemic, the one positive thing that came out of it was there was the longing for the community, yes, mm. and then when the when you know things started opening up again is that community came back in just full force, and everyone just wanted to get together and wanted people to come wanted out to again. Be around people again, and yeah. like it was yeah. really nice to just see tons of new faces and like there were tons there was there was always diversity in collectors mm-hmm. they're just w- in females and race and you know religion and whatever that was but it just i don't think was on the forefront it wasn't really represented just because it wasn't known or like they weren't at events but that didn't right. mean it didn't ex- like yeah that yeah. didn't mean it didn't exist mm-hmm. like,
1: of course i think people realize to your point that after the pandemic that it's like is my watch nice enough to be in this room? And it's like, that didn't matter. As as yeah, it didn't you, matter. Yeah, as long as you own, the, you own the watch, even if you don't, do you like watches? Yeah. Yes, yeah. then this is for you. Well, yeah. you,
3: you know what? And I think what's... I remember my first watch event, and I've said this to people, is like, the most important thing is you have a desire to learn. Like, it yes. really doesn't matter what's on your wrist, but also, like, I've told people who are, like, a little worried to go to watch and I go, the best way I can articulate walking into a watch event, and I don't know if you guys feel this way, is, like, even though I there's always going to be someone I know they're like at this point, like it's not, it feels like walking into the lunchroom where you don't, you don't know if there's going to be a friend you can sit with. And like, even if you know, you're going to know people are like, my God, you're, you're throwing the fucking event. It doesn't matter. Like sometimes you just have that fear of like, Oh my God, am I going to have someone to sit with? And like, it's so silly, but like, and I don't know why that this, this breeds that because like, you know people and like you're comfortable, but like it's yeah. a very interesting thing, and I still tell people I'm like I've gone to countless ones, and like I still get that feeling, so like mm-hmm. just come yes. like someone will talk to you and like it right. doesn't matter what you have on your wrist if you just have a desire to learn, like the amount of guys will just like s- spill, spill their knowledge and share oh, you'd they
4: can't be very wait' surprised about like yeah.
3: about that, and that, I think that's yeah. great
4: I was gonna say I think it's more I think what that happens because there is this fear of Maybe my watch isn't good yeah, enough, yeah, or yes, maybe I don't know enough
2: mm-hmm.
4: um, but now you're starting to see more and more that people are actually accepting, like I think it's actually cooler to talk to somebody that knows nothing about yeah. watches more than someone that does mm. or or
3: and i've I've told many of my friends this I like, go oh, it's so refreshing at this point to admit someone say, "Oh, I'm not sure," or like, oh, I gotta check that reference or oh because yeah. like I think like in the past, like you would see things or you would consume content, and you'd be like." oh my God, I don't know all my reference numbers or I don't know everything. And like, the truth is like, there are very few guys who know all the reference numbers and like props to them. Like they are encyclopedias and they deserve all the (laughs) props. But like all of us sitting here don't know every reference number. I do not. I suck with reference numbers. Not at all, but like, that doesn't make our passion any less worthy that doesn't like that just means we we value other like we value other yes. things in collecting yeah. and like yes. everybody collects differently and like that's okay and that that should be championed
0: yes absolutely for sure so you uh you get a gig working with Paul Boeschrus
3: yeah like as a viewing assistant yeah in viewing college
0: viewing assistant what was that experience like
3: Oh, it was the time of my life. I think. <laughs> I, I, I think I realized that this is really what I wanted to do because mm. I, I was like a junior in college. And I was like, I think I want to be into watches. Like yeah. I, th- I realized like this could be a career. And, you know, I cold emailed tons of people. And then come the December sale, um, which was actually it was the sale that um, the Rake collaborated with. So Way Co was there, who's another okay. very serious mm. collector. Yeah. And um it it was so much fun and i remember a lot of the other viewing assistants were like what's a minute repeater what's and um i was like okay this is that this is um and it, it i had a riot like in yeah. like handling watches that i just had dreamed about seeing yeah. and like it 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 wasn't work for me and i think that's when it clicked with me that i was like okay Have if i fun. if i really study and i really if i really try and hone in my knowledge and i really try and you know meet people and like put myself out there more which is funny because I think sitting here, you guys are very surprised that I am like a little shy since I'm, I'm pretty open.
4: I would have never thought. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's,
3: um, it's, it's very hard for me to like genuinely be like, Oh, like, are you hiring? Like I, I, I cringe even saying that now. So like the thought that I was like, okay, if I just like really master the skill as much as I could, I'll just make myself as qualified as possible. Awesome. And um, that's really what I did in like the past three years, like, since junior year um but and so then
0: and that led you to you're now at watching yeah
3: and like some a fun anecdote to share is right before i started working at watchingista one of my like favorite people in the industry she's a journalist barbara colombo hmm. she interviewed me for a piece in revolution which was waco's other magazine okay and so it kind of yeah. came full circle is yes. right before like i started my official job my first official job in the industry that the, the man who collaborated with the first phillips sale i worked in i then was in his magazine as. A how did collector. that feel is it real yeah like I'm, I'm, because <laughs> because as i said yeah. like it it was a struggle for me like it sure. really was like i i i really had to work hard trying to get a job in this industry and that happening like yeah, that's so, and like I, I love her for just featuring me, and like the piece she wrote was just so glowing and not deserved at all. Um, but it it was amazing. Like, it was deserved. And I, I had I had the biggest like smile on my face when yeah, that, that happened. It's
0: great to be acknowledged. Yeah. It really, really is. Yeah,
4: the industry definitely needs you.
3: Thank, you, but that's very nice. But thank yeah. you. Like, <laughs> yes, for
0: sure. So, we got some watches on the table. Mm-hmm uh a
2: mix a mix which is great <laughs> this great is mix. this is
0: so this is this is this is this is quite the mix um we got a little bit of everything uh there's some stunning pieces on the table. Mm-hmm. we're gonna start with the earliest piece, okay baby's first a p
3: yeah
0: tell us about this piece here so you got this is uh is this a twenty
3: 20- it's a few it's it's quite old I got it like six or seven years ago. And, um, I've told this story a few times, but it's it's rather entertaining i um, my father and i we had a rule when we were collecting that we would get carte blanche on whatever watch each other purchased, okay um as a way to like bond and. Yeah our tastes are very different, putting it mildly. And um, I dated two boys back to back who had Royal Oaks. And I was never a fan of Royal Oak because I think he wasn't. And so, you know, I was just like, oh, and first boy I dated had one. I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. (laughs) And then second boy I dated, I was like, oh, I kind of love this. And then similar to the boys like the watches. And, <laughs> and then I, love that. I i um got that without asking him okay and to this day he still won't say he likes it and then i have a 26 millimeter gold royal oak as well yeah i love that that's probably my favorite watch my most worn watch i think the royal oak is one of the most comfortable daily watches one can wear and um I love AP as a brand. I love everything they stand for. Um, and I, I absolutely love that watch. But I, I find it funny because it was also kind of the first time I rebelled against dad and got something that he still to this day says.
0: That's wrote. why he won not admit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And like
3: my mother loved it though. So I was like, well, that's all that matters. Like, And yes. I, I love that watch.
0: There's something about a Rolo, Rolo, uh, Royal Oak. Rolex Royal Oak. Yeah. <laughs> that when it's on the small side, it's just Rolex. that much more attractive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like jumbos. What? I don't. Wow! I like it,
1: I, listen, I, smaller the better for me. the well, Jumbo is a thirty-nine, so it's and the second, the third biggest size. Eight. I would go.
0: I would go thirty-seven.
3: 30, uh, so Thirty-four. We even agree.
1: Thirty-seven. Yeah. Is I think the 37, is the yes. 37, thirty-seven is the sweet spot. Thirty-seven
3: is the best it's size. I think all around for, for royal oak. Yes, yes.
1: No. Agree, The thirty-seven wears yeah. like a thirty-nine. The third. The jumbo exactly. wears like a forty-one. Exactly. That's why I don't Cause like jumbo. Because I don't.
3: Jumbo. I. That's a thirty-one, but it wears a little bigger, and yeah. that's what I like.
1: If yeah. It looks and feels like my omega. Like a yeah. And so this.
0: This one is also, this one has an automatic movement uh-huh. in that case, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we were talking about before, you said you think that's a, it's a JLC movement that's yeah. got to be in there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is this 70s as well? No, no, no. This no, is it's, earlier? Yeah, it's, yeah, ju- it's No, 2000. It's like 2000s. That's a yeah, two thousand. Yeah. Is that, is tantalum or is, is it
3: steel? Oh, no, no, it's steel. It's steel, steel, steel. steel you know, gold. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's the
4: thing about like Royal Oaks as well is like you can't really tell the circle. They
3: wear so well. I mean my do, gold yeah. my gold one, which is so funny. You would think oh gold Royal Oak. That was the easiest it's like so easy to wear. It's 26. Mm-hmm. You don't have a fear in the world where like it, it's nobody would look twice at it. Um but like that one's very very vintage and no it's it wear they wear so well. So
0: yeah. I know that you 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 explained that you were dating these two guys. Yeah. They both had Royal Oaks. You liked it. Uh Your dad wasn't a fan. You get this watch. How did this watch exactly find its way into your collection? Did he ask you why? Why I got it? (laughs) Oh, he knew. (laughs) Yeah, he knew. He knew. So, like, what was, you know, in so many words that you want to share, how did you acquire this?
3: I I hunted down a bit. I hunted it down a bit, um, calling various stores. Okay. And then. I really didn't. want. So you
0: were looking for this exact model? No,
3: I didn't want diamonds and I didn't necessarily know if I wanted that size. But that one came up. They called me and were basically like, we have this. And I was like, well, that that kind <laughs> um, of works. And I, it does. and I was like, well, I'd be a fool to not take mm-hmm. a large a 31 with diamonds if I got the opportunity. And it it was unworn. So I was like, OK.
0: Yeah, and that's what's what's nice about. So it's a thirty-one uh, millimeter case size with diamonds around the the gold bezel.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have extra links for this? I do. I'm going to borrow it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it looks on you, like what? that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so
0: this is this is wow. Yeah, this is something. I love that watch.
3: In it's something a beautiful piece. Um, if you look on the clasps, why it's outside clasp, um, okay. why it has marks on it, mm-hmm. the um right it's here? because uh I wear it on my right. Ah. And I'm a righty. Oh, so I'm because a, actually... my my father uh is a lefty and I saw it on his right growing up. So I always wear it on my oh. right because of him. Wow. And that's, that's awesome. why it got bumped up on the uh the like clasp. Yeah, no, I see. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. You know what's funny? I used to wear my watches on my right, because I'm left-handed. Uh- my mom, so my mom. Hated that I was left handed. <laughs> no, but no, no, she, she always would try to get me to write with my right hand. And like, it was just so natural. Yeah. And then when I would wear my watches on my right, she's like, Men don't wear their watches on their right.
3: Oh, was that was, I that that was a thing left. though. Really? Like, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Like that was a, lot a thing. Of, I mean,
3: definitely. was the I, switch hard?
4: It was hard in the beginning, but then I, I had this thing like, I was like, I got to be a man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like i'm on my left <laughs> um i write with my left but i wear my watches on my left yeah not for that reason but um
3: just to show off no. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> just to flex.
0: and you see if you yeah. writing poetry <laughs> clicking the wrist um but that was the thing i remember hearing that before like my aunt uh who's a creative and who loves the show? She loves Rashawn, by the way. Shout out to Aunt Nancy. Uh, she calls him the chocolate. Yeah, she in the <laughs> <that>. <laughs> She's she's probably not gonna like that. Mention that. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember she used to tell me that like people in the past, if you wrote with your left, they would try to force you to write with your right. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. I was, think that. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, that. she thought it was cool that I wrote, wrote with my left, and that's where we connected because we were, was like drawing images and stuff like that. Um. So that's interesting. I didn't I didn't know that. I'm sorry you had to go through that moment. <laughs> it was like traumatic. <laughs> so your dad doesn't have any APs in his collection? No.
1: Not a single one.
0: Not He
3: won't one. do it. Wow. Yeah, he won't do it.
0: Do you know how many watches your dad owns?
4: No. Too many to count, huh?
3: And I don't know how many I own. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've Hey, oh, a- listen. Keep it that way. I've, yeah. I've counted. I've, I'm pleading the fifth. I've counted a few times. Um, but also what's. Probably not the best to admit I'm very liberal with my watches like I really and my father instilled this in me watches are meant to be worn they're not meant to sit in a safe Sure. like my Seamaster that I mentioned which like obviously I wore during a very substantial part of my life um, a significant part of my life excuse me uh, my brother-in-law really loved Omega and he loved that watch and i gave it to him because I, awesome. I was like it's sitting in a safe i don't wear that watch anymore yeah. i'd rather have somebody wear it and enjoy it so yes. that so like technically the number fluctuates sure <laughs> yes but like well
0: i think there was an article i came across recently too there was a gentleman who was talking about sometimes the best way to enjoy a watch is let someone else wear yeah
3: it. yes because yeah. like there's nothing i like more than seeing someone like who you love wear something it does something yeah. to you. It's mm-hmm. kind
0: of nice when you see them. When you, you, I don't know. It's like it's like it's like seeing it's like your U. kid go yeah. off to college. Almost it's like you get, you yeah. get
3: almost more en- good. more yes. enjoyment out of seeing you someone do. you love wear your watch than you wearing you it. Do. Which like that's very sweet. No,
0: yeah. it's 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 very sweet. Like, um, so I think this is cool though because so your family has the watch bug, mm-hmm. and you were able to. Build a deep connection with your father Mm -hmm. through collecting watches. I I remember I read in the Revolution article that your grandfather was Mm -hmm. also a watch collector. Mm -hmm. I'm curious: did your dad get that from him? Was that was that something that was sort of passed down and like he connected with him through that and then? I think that he
3: he always talks about remembering what watch my grandfather wore and like I think he had such a deep deep love for his father Mm -hmm. and so there was always that connection and I think like some of his like strongest memories are seeing like are talking about the watches he wore and he still has the watches he has the watches that his grandfather wore mm. so like i think that like that was just such like a I-, I think he just loves having those and sharing that with me
0: with all the memories that are attached yeah. to,
3: yeah yeah and i think that that's something and like ironically like he's even said oh you can wear some of theirs or da, da, da and i won't do it because mm. like to me like out of all the things in the collection, that's what's the most sentimental because, like, I didn't get to meet my grandfather or, or my great-grandfather for that matter. So, like, mm-hmm. that's what's most sentimental to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the one, like, lasting thing not only my father has but also I have. Yeah. And so I'm, like, I don't I don't want to even, like, try mm-hmm. them on because I don't yeah. – I want those to, like – what's funny is, like, despite, like, watches are meant to be worn, that has so much more attached to it. Sure. That, like – I want that kept
0: safe no absolutely or like worn
3: for an occasion like but i want to wear yeah, it for purpose.
0: exactly yeah you know you want to you want to like create your own memories mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it right and, and and special like markers but i think that's what's so cool and that's the appeal of, that i have with like watch collecting and, and it sounds like that may be the same thing with you but the idea of like this whole family heirloom mm-hmm. kind of thing you know but something that was used not something that was just hung up and, you know, you know yeah. yeah but like something that this person that you care about or this person that is responsible you know mm-hmm. for the lineage of your family that the, the here are these things that they cared about that are being passed down and kept within the family i think is is really cool and i
3: look at i look at vintage that way too is mm-hmm. to me it's why i love vintage so much Is i look at it as you're a custodian of it yeah is it had such a life before you and like you owe it to the watch to like at least know a little about mm-hmm. it and take care of it at some level because like had a life for you hopefully it has a life after you and like you're you're keeping this piece that I you know there are pieces from the 60s and 50s and even before that like amazing chronographs that have gone that far that like yeah they're meant to last like the least thing you could do is take care of it for the next person to enjoy it yeah. and love it and yes, like absolutely think of so many things like today they go obsolete in three f- four years yeah. whereas like our iPhones are done it's not like you're passing an iPhone yeah. down to anybody but like you're really a custodian of a watch. No, you really are.
1: Yeah, it's go to last hundred. It's a great way it? to put it.
0: Yeah. Great way. And and speaking of vintage, I know that you do have uh an affection for mm-hmm. vintage timepieces. Absolutely. Um, are you just completely anti modern or
3: no, I mean full disclosure. I'm I'm strongly, strongly wanting an elegant from Jorn right okay. now. it's my it's <laughs> my, my first independent, and There's I yeah, um, we can share. Yeah, uh, and we both like diamonds. So works. I'll let you know how it goes. It's a beautiful watch. I'll wash. let you know
1: how it goes too, because um, I'm I'm on the phone already. Okay. <laughs> well, we got a race, double, ladies and gentlemen. Let's yeah.
3: double our efforts. Um, but so that that i love that brand and yeah. like if i was gonna have an independent i'd really love for it to be joran as my first mm. um but vintage will always be my first love for everything i just what kind of was set. it
0: initially that 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 got you going down sort of that rabbit hole of vintage watches was it like one particular piece
3: no not not really it was more of the idea that like this watch had a life before me and yeah. like i really liked that and like so many of my family members passed before i got to meet them Mm. that like i think that concept of just like thinking about what their life was like was always in like really prominent for me just because i never had that experience but like thinking about like how pieces can have yeah Mm. of former life as well
0: do you have like so if like for me with vintage watches i have Mm -hmm. i've kind of have like a, a short list i have a hit list of watches that i want specifically part of the fun is, is the hunt yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> 100. So then you almost lose. You yeah. almost lose the. Li-
3: it's so yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. You feel terrible saying it, but like the second you get something, you're like, "What next?" Yeah, yeah I, I know. Need to hunt for something else. Like, I and know. what's ironic is like when I got my 1803, it was the first time in my collecting where I was like, "I don't want anything right now." Like, yeah. there's literally that's and, good. And like, I was almost stunned because I'm like, and I almost wanted to write a piece on it. And like, this is a Grail watch to to many for for so many reasons. And sure. I was like. I gotta watch. I've always wanted, like, what, what? I gotta watch. I've always wanted it at 25, which, like, A is an unbelievable privilege, but also, like, what now as a yeah. collector? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what, what, what now? Like, yeah. what do I you do? Got so much life left to live. I then I, watch. like, waited six months and I was like, <laughs> like here we like, go. Let's I was get like, it. I know this is clean. Found it. <laughs> but, like, I was like, shit, like, this is kind of the first time, like, I had the hunt. Yeah. I wanted this. Now it's like, okay, what, what? And, like, that was something my father was always worried about, is like, my first watch was not a Rolex because he was like, I don't find it appropriate for someone as young as you to have a Rolex mm. because like, what do you have to look forward to? Yeah. And when I was my first Rolex, he only let me wear, wear on Fridays because mm. he was like, it's not appropriate for you to have this. Yeah. Like, and yeah. like, I, I really wow. think that was very good parenting because he was like allowing someone who's very young, who it wasn't her finances. To, to have such a privilege yeah, to have was, these pieces yeah, and be around yeah. these, he was kind of bringing it, you back down. Yeah, to earth and letting you know like, how serious. You, this was. He's like, "What you're going to wear to 7 Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't, you don't need a Rolex." Like, yeah. yes.
0: Oh man, but that uh, was kind of shot to hell. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: but it was very good while I was under his roof. Sure, but like that. Sure,
0: and then you move out, you do your own thing, and I get an AP and break exactly. His back. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, part of what's also fun is, um. About vintage is the deal, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: I have walked on <laughs> deals based on shipping. I yes. am a frugal Jew to the end. Like <laughs> I, I have literally walked on a deal because yeah. they're like, "Oh, shipping," and I'm like,
0: "What was? No. What was?" I'm curious <laughs> what might have been. And you don't have to share yeah. prices or anything like that. But what was the one that you got in terms of your collection, vintage piece here or, or not? Where you got, you, you, you brokered a deal for yourself and you're like, yes. Was there, was there, oh, was there.
3: the first half of my collection. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I was so, cause it was, it was my dad let me do my own thing and he, he would advise me obviously, but then he's like, you need to handle the financial aspect of it. Like you need to learn how to negotiate. You need yeah. to like, and like learn what the market value is, learn what. You're willing to pay, like condition everything. And like Yeah, it was it was pretty much the first half of my collection that wasn't new. Or wasn't and where were you finding
0: finding these watches? Was it on the internet? Were you visiting shops? Every, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Like I yeah.
3: would hunt down everywhere to just find, you know, and like luckily I was very fortunate as you guys will know. Ten years ago, my God, you could get incredible stuff. And yeah, you sure kick you cheap. kick yourself because yes. you're like, My God, yeah. if you only had, you know, mm. the foresight you had that. Um, but yeah, you get really good deals. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of people though, who like heard the luster of Rolex or heard, you know, and really not many people knew what AP was at that point or mm-hmm. Patek, yeah. they didn't realize you could get a Rolex for a very reasonable deal, especially yes. compared to now. And that's what I chose to kind of spend money on then. Nice. And luckily I've never been able to sell a watch. I have everything I've ever bought.
0: Mm. That's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. So we got a Rolex on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, a Rolex. the Rolex, the very special Rolex. Is this the one your dad told you not to wear to Seven Eleven? No. Okay.
3: <laughs> that was got. That was received a little. After.
0: But this is this is this is a really special one. Ironically,
3: They're, looking at it, I'd probably be fine wearing it to Seven Eleven because nobody you, would yeah, know. You know. No one no,
0: no, 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 would know what yeah. this is. They yes. recognize.
2: Well, yeah,
0: um, yeah. But I recognize this watch. Rashawn has. Um, a, this, I brought that specifically for Rashawn. I, I bet oh. you did. He's got a two-tone turnograph. Mm-hmm. Yes. On bracelet.
3: And that is technically a two tone tournograph. It is. Yes. It is.
0: It is. It's got the gold the bezel, bracelet's gold just crown. Not with me currently. You've got the yes. strap. Mm-hmm. But what's unique about this one is that it's double signed.
1: <laughs> the, the dial is standing. Turn up The, AC. the
0: dial is Turn the AC. <laughs> And hold on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's not a Tiffany it's stand. It's not Tiffany,
1: it's Cartier. It's a Cartier
0: stand.
3: Cartier stand. I'm a Richemont girl. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no, so I'm tell kidding. us a little I'm bit kidding. about
0: this. Um, this is, um, you got this, you said, when you graduated?
3: I got this the summer after I graduated college. Okay. Um, That's and- a great college gift. One of them, yeah. Sure. <laughs>
0: we'll get to the other one yeah, later. I,
3: um, this one I got the summer after I graduated college in Lugano, Switzerland. Mm. Um, I got it from a dealer who really worked in primarily modern. And I think he, he just didn't have many people interested in vintage, mm. let alone 36 millimeters. Wow. And it was really right before the double signed craze. Mm-hmm. Right. Right before it, um, because obviously I would have been completely priced out if it was now, and I think that's the same with so many so many collectors is they've been just so priced out of mm. pieces at this point, but I found this, I walked in, and basically was like done deal
0: like so I- what I'm curious about too is um, before the craze, mm-hmm. was it still something that collectors were seeking, or was it like the kind of thing where most people didn't want to be bothered with it? I can't
3: I- speak to the Cartier signed and the obviously Patek and Tiffany.
0: Sure.
2: That that was know. huge. Yeah.
3: Um, I can speak to though from a price perspective, the women's pieces that were Tiffany signed to Cartier signed, there was not a premium on wow. date just. Yeah. There was so really not.
1: People were definitely looking for it. They didn't want to pay more for it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were and they didn't at get the, why. Yeah, they were looking as the signs as like a cherry on top.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. Like a collab. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't understood. Um and they didn't like you could get a 26 date just that was double signed for around the same price as a regular one
0: wow what an investment
4: yeah i mean the idea of like you know the double stamp too um i think is really cool because it was that kind of one up Mm -hmm. you know when you are amongst your circle and you were like oh i got this yeah i got this you ain't got this. Yeah, and it's like oh, look close. Yeah. It's the look close. Yes, it's like-
0: the look oh, close. Yeah. It's the look close. It's the yeah. Well, but also, it speaks to you know. I think the person who would have bought this watch would have been a really big Cartier client. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: and think about it now. It's really wild to think that Rolex and Cartier would do the work together. And that's, yeah. what, that's what's so yes. unique
0: about these pieces now, especially with Rolex, is because this will never happen again. Never, never happen, again.
3: never. I mean, I have I have a double sign from Vacheron and Cartier and even thinking, and they're two Richemont brands. So, like, mm-hmm. ostensibly, if any watch company was going to do it again, it would be two in the same conglomerate. Yeah. But, like, even, it's like, no, there's no shot. Don't, no. That'll never happen. No. Like, and it's what, but, like, and I love that element that, like, thinking of, like, the person who would go in to Cartier or to wherever and buy yeah. a Rolex. I just think like, that's such a, like, so that's low. so cool. So like, cool. yeah,
1: so cool. And that's awesome. All the, all the small jewelers out there that have signed mm-hmm. dials too that no one even knows exists. Well, it's they amazing. have so
3: many cool double signed in South America. Those are yep. some of yeah. the coolest. South America,
4: yeah.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. So at what point did Cartier stop carrying Rolex?
1: I think it was the 80s.
0: In the 80s? Yeah. yeah. What's, what year is this from? 60s. 60s, mm-hmm. nice.
1: It's beautiful, but if I'm not mistaken, that was like a super crazy. Like you have to be a, like the kind of guy who gets a crash now. Sure, is a person who's getting a Cartier Rolex yeah. back then. It was yeah, it wasn't a thing.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. You had to be like a serious client. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, also too, you know, um, and Ben can kind of um, fact check me on this, but if I'm not mistaken, Rolex um, originally before they um, kind of went on as an independent um, watch company, they were a movement maker. So he did movements for a bunch of jewelers. Mm. And there was a point in time when, yeah. you know, uh, let's say, for example, if Ben had a jeweler and it was like Grulon Jewelers, he would go ahead and he would buy the movements from Rolex before it was Rolex. Mm-hmm. And it would be, it would just be stamped as like Grulon
1: on top. Yeah. So it's a little bit more complicated than that. So instead of yeah. making movements, Rolex is manufacturing whole watches. Yeah. Whole watches. Yes. Rolex on them. Rolex yeah. didn't start calling themselves Rolex until the 20s. Yeah. yeah, but the company was around in 1904. Yes. Mm-hmm. So from 1904 until then, they were just watch, producing watches. Every for, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. that a jeweler or anyone purchased was stamped with the jeweler name on it. Mm-hmm. It's just everything else was yeah. made manufactured by Rolex. Mm-hmm. And
4: then that's when there was that double stamped idea because people would come into the you know to the manufacturer and say, "What is this watch? What is this watch?" So he was like, "Oh, it's Rolex." But then it'll be like Brulon jewelers at yeah. the bottom.
3: Well, and you hear about some dealers or some antique hunters finding pieces and then they pop open the case and like it's a n it's not a signed watch, mm-hmm. but then the movement says like Patek yeah, or it like,
1: says oh, Rolex. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tiffany watches where some Tiffany pocket watches from have Patek know, yeah, they 70s, have Patek movements. Have say Patek on the inside. They yeah, and still you, made you by but you wouldn't know That's until amazing. you
4: pop it open. Yeah. yeah. Same as um Patek doing the movements. Um, they did movements for Rolex at
1: a point too. Well, like those those clocks, those clocks, yeah, yeah. those industrial clocks, mm-hmm. the electronic clocks.
4: The funniest thing, because we obviously we share this this timepiece, um, it sucks when you miss the date because there's not a jump hour. <laughs> <laughs> a Does it not a bother
3: though. you? <laughs> I I have as a math nerd, I am so like OCD with things. I've let the watches go. You ju- yeah. Because like a my day-date like it's no. I just let it go. Like no. I and like if I'm in the place, like sitting in a cab or something where I'm bored, I'll do it. Yeah. But like also like I travel a lot. I yeah. and like I'm not messing around. Fingers me. yeah. like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> like it's not. And I also change my watch quite frequently. Yeah. So sure. like I'm just like that's fine.
4: Oh my goodness.
3: But you
0: the trick you were talking about is the the twelve to go back, back past past midnight, to nine
1: go back past nine. I do have yeah. to do that with yeah. my
0: tutor to change the date. Yeah. And it, it in most cases it's all right until it's like what's You're today like the twenty second and I stopped wearing it on like the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is such a gem. Does <laughs> beautiful this piece. one have
1: black enamel indices? Or is the I don't so. no, no, just
3: no. yeah, it's just age.
1: That's crazy. It's beautiful.
0: Do you you still have the bracelet for this? Everything. Nice box paper. Box paper's, papers everything. incredible.
2: Everything. Mm. Nice. hmm
0: and this was a watch that you hunted? No. You,
4: you didn't I didn't hunt- know it existed. You
0: just, you just, you, she said she just walked
4: I didn't just walked know it ex- I had get no to, idea it yeah. existed, no. Wow. Um,
3: and the funny thing about that band is I had gotten it and I was going on another trip mm. and I took it to my Rolex guy and he said, don't touch the bracelet. And because I have such a little wrist, I'd have to solder it to get the bracelet uh, small mm-hmm. enough because it was a 60s wow. bracelet. So I went to the basement of Bloomingdale's because I needed a go. strap. Twelve bucks. There we go. And, I've never, I've never, and and what's funny is I was like, oh, I'll just replace it when I get back
1: Never took, it off. I, never took it off. I
3: wore it in front of a very serious collector, and he's like, that's a beautiful strap. And yeah. I, and I like, I, I told him, and I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm changing this when it like wears out, because I'm like, and it looks, I have yet to find a strap that like I like the color, I like yeah. how it looks. It's twelve bucks at the basement of Bloomingdale's.
4: Yeah.
0: Perfect. They got it done.
4: Before I got the bracelet on mine, mm-hmm. um, my timepiece was on a. Um, was on like a snuff suede strap, that same exact color.
3: Mm-hmm. It looks good, it and looks it wears so what It wears with good. everything. Like looks
4: so good. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm almost thinking about putting it back on that strap. Mm-hmm.
3: Now.
0: Yeah, it's really good. So you got another birthday? I mean, another uh, graduation watch. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's first protect. Yeah. Talk about this one. So I've never seen a Nautilus this small.
3: A baby, twenty six millimeters, quartz. <laughs> I think I think people in Patek are rolling over in their yeah. graves. That yeah. they you know who need would
0: love this, Who? Ronaldo. The
1: king. I was gonna say Ryan. the king of courts. King of Quartz. Yes. Well, he's looking for that. He's that looking for board. this the for the, the big boy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
3: You guys put it on, though, and it works.
0: It does. It, it's it's nice.
1: I'll wear anything.
3: There's I mean. a certain. <laughs> I like it's a Patek Nautilus. Uh,
0: yes, it's gorgeous though. I love the bracelet. Uh, and the clasp was even kind of funny. And that
3: was the only time they did that bracelet mm. on a Nautilus because it's not the typical Nautilus it isn't, bracelet. It no. Mm-hmm.
0: So tell us about this one.
3: So this is baby Nautilus. Like I said, 26 millimeters quartz has the classic garage door dial mm-hmm. in gold. Um, I got this as a early graduation gift at the beginning of my last semester. And my parents made me a deal earlier on is when we were talking about what my graduation gift would be is i was like well i uh, you know i was trying to be mature mm-hmm. and be like oh can i i have like a deposit in a fund or something like that which it's not actually what i wanted but i was just <laughs> i was trying to be mature and then um they said they made me a deal and i had a very high ranking in my class and they said if you remain number 1 in your class we'll get you an Nautilus
2: ooh i like wow, that wow. and i did
3: so and ironically uh, a good friend of mine we were talking about various hype watches Mm. and we're both very big fans of the royal oak and we just think that fits us i give him such credit because this was at peak nautilus craze. he goes nautilus just isn't a me watch and i was like you know what i don't think it's a me watch either Mm. i think the royal oak is far more of a me watch but i love every single thing this watch represents from what i did in college what how i worked hard to get it um and like for that i'll always love it and I'll always keep it because mm-hmm. in like it's not it's not really a me watch but like i do like how it looks i do yeah, like and like it means so much more than a watch mm-hmm. it represents so much more and yes. so i think that's why i'll always have a special place in my heart for it. yeah and like that's a watch speaking of heirlooms that like i want to keep and pass down oh for sure to someone who has so much, whatever the achievement is, whatever substantial achievement it is in their life, that's the watch that I would like mm-hmm. to give.
1: Yeah, Tiny two-tone Nautilus. Shout out to bring.
4: I have to ask, um, because we have spoke about just like watch hype, mm-hmm. and there are a few timepieces that you have here where you said, you know, I never thought I would be interested in this. Um, the idea of, um, I think, steel versus precious metal, because you own a lot of precious metal timepieces, yeah. What is it about precious metal that like draws you in, or are you more driven? Like, would you ever wear like a steel watch? Is I that, like, a I, thing?
3: I I definitely don't mind steel watches. It's just a matter of I think like I like how gold looks more. Like it, yeah. it's just it's just <laughs> a look. I don't it's, think anyone's gonna argue with that. Yeah, it's, just, no. it's yeah. just a looks thing. But also from a perspective of two tone, it's realistically the only time the only element of my purchasing of a watch that is anything with like logic is because that goes with everything two-tone yeah. will go with everything so i don't yeah. need to worry about it yes i mean like when i got that watch was in a time where like people were a little picky about like matching metals, right whereas like now i don't get like I don't people care. still
1: kind of shit on two-tone watches i don't understand why do
3: you know i got that watch and the guy i was dating goes i don't like two-tone they look fake and i'm like what
2: they, and then yeah, no. I was yeah. say, that guy's not around yeah. anymore.
0: <laughs> so what? what year is this piece the nautilus
3: good question i think it's late 90s yeah i'm pretty positive it's late 90s yeah
4: it's kind of got it's got a 90s vibe yeah. well it's got
0: quartz in it too so
1: definitely
0: um that's you know that's i think that's what make, makes for an interesting conversation too because so many people don't realize that Patek did quartz watches.
3: Patek put yes. quartz in an Aquanaut, so yeah. I will never like.
0: Ronaldo has one. He was on Patek the show. Patek
1: is one of the people who started the quartz movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Look, the 24 is their most popular watch yeah. that sells yeah. the most. Yeah, and like, I think the thing though that and we can touch back on this is like my mother. She's a massive fan of Cartier. Mm. she like has many antique Cartier pieces, but she has one rolex because she goes i love that it's quartz because i don't need to worry about it
2: yeah Mm. and like
3: that's how she collects she collects like she she, it doesn't matter how much she loves the watch Mm -hmm. if it does not have a quartz movement she doesn't like it because she's like that's what i care about in a watch and like there's some people who like what's funny is like being in this industry A lot of people raise their nose to quartz, but I'm like, there are so many people who like, that's what they look for because that's what matters to them. Like this
0: guy we had in the show, Ronaldo. we we did an episode with him called The King of Quartz. That's all he collects. Mm -hmm. He only collects quartz watches. Yeah. And then he finds like some really like obscure, like luxury pieces Mm -hmm. that you would have never thought that they did
1: quartz.
3: Just the argument to it is yeah, there's a quartz aqueduct there's a quartz nautilus mm-hmm. that's all kind of well, you need to say yeah like, but
1: also it's like quartz is such a convenient thing like, who oh cares? it's the most yeah, it's convenient, so convenient. <laughs> yes. and like what
3: whenever one of my friends is looking for a watch their first watch i always say you know i always give them the warning of the service because i think mm-hmm. that's something people don't realize yeah. yeah. where it's yeah. like quartz it's 20 bucks it's a battery yes. so that's like it. there's something really appealing about that and also if you're not used to having a watch if you're not used to setting a watch Quartz is really really nice. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. You Very just convenient. grab and go. Yeah,
0: grab and go. You Super set it. Convenient. You reset it twice a year.
3: Yeah.
0: Daylight yeah. savings. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's all you For gotta sure. do. For you sure. know, and it's incredible. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got one watch left, mm-hmm. and I love that you brought this watch because one of my favorite things when looking at someone's collection and seeing the diversity. Of watches is seeing diversity in price point mm-hmm. diversity in class of watches and um it's another quartz watch mm-hmm. this is one i was actually after for my daughter <laughs> um who was with me earlier today and we were shopping at swatch and i got her a new flick flag uh, and they actually flick flag makes uh they have a new watch that they do that looks similar to this but we got a parchy
3: mm-hmm.
0: i love parches I do too. I think they're so cool.
3: You know what? It was one of the first watches in a long time that just brought a real big smile to my face. Really? And like, I feel like something that you, you kind of lose sight on being in this and collecting, and I haven't collected nearly as long as many people, you see so many watches mm-hmm. and they almost just become, oh, like seeing a 1675, I remember the first time I saw that, I fell in love with that watch, or like yeah. even a 6542, which is kind of like the Mac Daddy of Pepsi yeah. bezels. hmm you're used to it yeah <laughs> yes. whereas like yeah. Yes. you don't you don't get that childlike joy that you used to and like that watch to that me, excitement just and like that brand was created by someone who's so knowledgeable about watches knows her stuff so well mm. and to to go not back but to, to say this is what i love this is what makes me happy this is what i want to put into the watch industry i think is such a poignant statement wow and like it's so whimsical and fun but like I've worn it all summer I wear it to travel because it's just so easy and like Mm -hmm. I look down and like it kind of makes a statement that like and I said this to a friend of mine who recently ordered a watch that was so the opposite of him and it's so whimsical and so playful you're not a collector if you can't just buy something that makes you happy
0: yeah true true
3: you're not like what's what the hell is the point of collecting if you can't just buy it, something that yeah, makes you
0: happy like it. It, it can't be too serious all the no. time you gotta have some fun it's
3: such yeah. a privilege to be able to do this that the least thing you can do is be like no i don't care what anybody thinks well, i'm gonna wear this
0: that's how i first felt with with the announcement of the moon swatch mm-hmm. and i felt like people ruined yeah. it but i still enjoy people it but when i saw it. that yeah. on it was just like oh this is so much fun yeah. you know what i'm saying A speed master and colors like yeah it's crazy
3: you know when i was at watches and wonders a friend of mine who works at phillips he had that watch and he was wearing another i was at a table with everyone from qp royal oaks to to rms everybody took their watches off because they wanted to try try that that on on. and like that says the power because i don't think people realize you could not call in a favor for that watch you no, had no. to go and wait in line, and no like,
0: one had the
4: power. No, but they had the procedures. But, like, had procedures. I,
3: but I respect, I respect Swatch being like, no, like you, you need to go wait, and like I think that was such like a flex of being like. I was humble enough to go wait in line.
2: Yes, and it is, it is
0: still it's still a flex when you uh, when you know how they're still selling it today. Yeah. Yes. Right when you know when you know the procedures because mm-hmm. you can go get a, <laughs> you can go get a moon swatch today. A lot of people are like, you still can't get one. No, you can. There's a way you have to go about doing it, mm-hmm. and you know they they they're giving the power to the people. Yes. So I kind of respect it. Yes. Um, yes. It's such a fun time. I think you know when I look at Parchy. And what you just, what you just said, mm-hmm. um, it's such a fun time for watches. You know, when you see brands like a studio underdog mm-hmm. or you look at what Swatch Group just did with mm-hmm. the Moon Swatch, you know, where it's like you can have these brands or these pieces come out and it's just about the experience. Mm-hmm. It's just about having fun. Um, it feels nice. Mm-hmm. It feels good to walk into a room and to just not take yourself so seriously. Yep. But yes. to wear something and look at it. And say that's really cool. It does remind me of when I was a kid. It reminds me of, you know, why I started collecting watches when I started, like, Mm -hmm. G-Shot. You know, you just wanted a cool-looking watch. I'm
3: like, here's the thing. It's walking into a room and saying the same three steel sports watches. It's like, I would so go up to someone if, like, if a guy was wearing a 26-millimeter Nautilus, that's who I'd go talk to. Because, like, it says something about them. It says, like... No, I wanna have fun. Or like yes. I wanna I wanna do this, or like I don't care what anybody else thinks. This is what I'm wearing, this is what I love. And like it's not to say that look, they're the three steel most they're the three most popular steel watches for a reason. Like mm-hmm. there there is a reason, but for like sure. have some fun. Yes. Like
4: Yeah, you can't be that serious. And
0: so this was your most recent acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. And so so
3: And I've had the most fun with it. Honest <laughs> to God, it has been so fun to wear this summer. Like it is it's it's brought me back and like ironically this summer has been like a bit of a summer of experimentation in watches because i went three weeks without wearing a watch
2: oh wow because
3: i know because for the first time in like 12 years i didn't wear one a, a, a friend of mine is a very serious collector hmm. we've the countless times we've gone out to dinner he's never worn a watch really? and i was kind of like thinking to myself i'm like why doesn't he wear a watch and i'm like because he's with friends he has nothing to prove like he has mm. nothing he doesn't he doesn't care and i didn't wear a watch when i tell you it was like such a liberating three weeks where <laughs> wow, I, because I, really? you're so used to the weight on your wrist at this point yeah. where like i was just like oh my gosh like i and like it was kind of fun because like that doesn't make me any, any less of a collector that yeah. i didn't wear it and mm-hmm. like that's what i had to remind myself because i was like I wear a watch to sleep, like that's so mm-hmm. like if I don't wear any other accessory i'll I'll wear a watch, and like the fact that this was the first time in twelve years I wasn't wearing a watch anywhere it was kind of like doesn't take away that I'm not a collector like it yeah, doesn't no, take away, but like it's kind of like you could be into a certain sneaker brand or you could be into a certain clothing brand, but just because you're not wearing it at that time or you're not driving that car, or you're not carrying around a piece of art doesn't sure, mean exactly. your passions any less no, and like yes. I think with watches it's such like a Oh, I want I want people to see you. Like, if I walk into a room with the watch, people I want people to like. Mm-hmm. And like, I I wore a watch. I I didn't wear a watch to lunch more with a watch person. They're like, oh my god, why aren't you wearing a watch? I'm like, I'm just
0: not. <laughs> yeah, I think like, it's also cool to see people's reactions to it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of fun to mess with them. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you walk in a room full of serious collectors and you're either not wearing a watch, or you're wearing like a swatch or something like that. And then you see.
3: <laughs> well, I liked it was a line in John Mayer's second talking watches where he basically said like, oh, well, if you get this watch, it's basically like this would be the ultimate cheater watch because it's basically assumed you have tons of heavy hitters at home. Oh, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, if yeah, you yes, only yes. have this one and I'm like, shit, we should have all thought of that. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. So, but like it's, it's to say like there could be a hell of a collection at home, but it's just like, no, I don't feel like we're
0: like, you know, and. I've got I've got 16 watches now. Um there comes a point too when you know you're collecting and you're looking at all this and it's like it's great, mm-hmm. you love it, but you want there's like a, this I don't know, I get this urge, there's this calling in for something that's just like different. Yeah, weird, yeah. obscure. Yeah, you know, not so serious
3: you want someone to not know or exactly. like it be a brand nobody's ever heard of yeah. or like you just say no i just found this on ebay or like mm-hmm. i found this at a garage sale and yeah. like i just was drawn to the shape
2: yeah
3: like no not because the brand not, like to buy something because it, the brand didn't appeal or like because i think like all of us at this point get so bitten by that or like so Absolutely. so sensitive to that whereas like mm-hmm. just to buy something because you're like no i just liked it mm-hmm. like i yeah. just and like i think but that goes back to you're a true collector if you could do that. Yeah, and I like mean, it's important to not lose sight of. This has got
0: fifty something watches. <laughs> got a lot of watches. Yeah, <laughs> but that's you know it's like what I love about him. It's like I shoot him a, a thing of like the electricians, and he's like, "This is hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is
4: hot. This is hot." <laughs>
0: um, what's what's next for JJ? In terms, In terms of, of watches, collecting. Well, well
3: i I have to knock out Ben for an elegant apparently. There you go. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. We're working together, not against each other. We're working together. I've met my competition. Here we go.
1: We're working together.
3: Um, but I, I, that's kind of what I'm aiming for mm. next. Um, is an elegant with diamonds. Yeah, I yeah,
0: mean, I'll like, take diamond, one without diamonds. The Nacha has we'll that one. It. That one's
3: um, awesome. Yeah. And Nicholas. I love speaking of like what kind of what we spoke on about a gold watch is like. Quartz. There's such an irreverence to the fact that it's quartz, mm-hmm. but like it's so so cool. And like the idea of like I'm really fascinated by a watch that like just looks so good with a t-shirt and jeans. Cause yeah. That's like what I live in most of the time. So mm-hmm. like
2: mm-hmm.
3: that watch just like you really don't need anything else. Like if you're wearing that, it's kind of like with a gold. You really don't need anything. You
0: else. don't. No. No. Yeah. Like, no. You got your everyday watch. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. What's your grail watch? Do you have one?
3: Yeah, sixty sixty two.
1: Okay. Really. Wow, I didn't expect that. <laughs>
3: yeah, a sixty sixty two with a stelline dial. Um, Ooh. I have so many opinions on what Rolex did in the fifties, namely because I think that if there wasn't the popularity of the sixteen seventy five, the sixty-five forty two, they would have really gone into more pieces like the sixty mm. sixty two sure. because like you look at the talent, the craftsmanship, and the skill level Beautiful. of being able to create something like that in the fifties. I mean that was like the most advanced computer. Yeah. If that, like, that, that technology is so impressive that I think that if, if there wasn't the popularity of sports watches, but like that's what was needed at that time,
2: mm. they
3: would have gone into it. But like think about Rolex doesn't really do that many complications even now. And they've no, never no. really dabbled into that because I think sports watches, that's where their bread and butter is Absolutely. and that's what they're popular with. But like looking at some of their stuff from the 50s. Oh my, it's just the most beautiful If they would have
1: sold more of that stuff, it'd be a different Rolex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's
0: what makes it so cool about collecting vintage Rolexes too. I mean, just like aesthetically. I mean, there's just just so much craftsmanship and beauty in those pieces back then. And they still have it today. I think, you know, sometimes um, I can personally take it for granted uh, because they're easy to rip on with the popularity Mm -hmm. and the hype. But when you look at what they did back in the day, it's just like, it's so awesome.
3: I also like not a Me watch, but recently the novelty I love that came out was um, the AP Music watch.
0: Oh, you like that I one? No okay. beef against that watch.
3: Okay. I think that
1: watch is fun. But there's
0: I two got, versions. I got which I like one do you like? The, the I got
3: after I made a comment on the Instagram, I got many photos of Tetris sent to me via sure. <laughs> text, oh and I was like. Everyone needs to just stop. Everybody needs to like, chill. I, I think that I like when a watch brand has fun and tries something well, different. Well, AP
0: has a lot of fun.
3: You know what? Yes. I As we bonded yeah. at the AP Breakfast, I, I absolutely love that brand. I'm like a ride or die for them and everybody who works there. Um, but like the Black Panther is a great example for me. Of, yep. Yep. I fell asleep during the Avengers. I am probably mm. the last AP client that that watch was made for. But looking at that watch in person, yeah. you cannot deny the insane craftsmanship yeah. and like just charisma and creativity encouraged that watch took. Yeah, well, what and the one like, that they
1: auctioned off too. Is yeah, that the hand engraving. It's I crazy. mean, Even it's not. Um,
0: what's uh, the designer? Carolina. Car- Carolina Bucci. Car- yeah. Her watch, I thought, was fire. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. I piece. love her
3: jewelry. I, I, I am. I love her so much, and I think that the her her. I'm glad AP has continued to work with her and she's continued to work with AP because those watches are just it was her idea to stunning. do the frosted cases mm-hmm. and and then and they bracelets. continue. Yeah. yeah. That's it's
0: awesome. It was like a yeah, that watch run. got a lot of hate,
1: but
3: her, I thought it was her awesome. her jewelry is really good too. You no, know, she's mm-hmm. incredibly talented. Like, she's got
0: an amazing eye. Um, all right, tight. Yeah. Shoot. This went by too fast. <laughs> no, wait, wait, let's keep it going, because I have a question about Please. the watch that you have
1: that you didn't bring that I'm upset about. All right. So what watches? I
3: got that. I took the, like subconscious request from Rashana, so, I didn't know I was. I've,
1: it's a watch that that you've worn when we've hung out. It's a Rolex, and it's red.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> what is this? My 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 forgotten stepchild.
1: <laughs> it's probably my favorite thing that I've seen you wear. What is, Shit, what is it? What is it?
3: So we've we've had a No no no! no, no. It's it's a custom dial. Oh. I, I bought it um like. 34 millimeter precision custom dial uh, on a Jubilee. I bought it when Barney's did the whole like color dials. Okay. Um, Bought it when I was 20. I loved that watch more than anything in the world. Like it was so much fun. It was such yeah. an easy watch. I stopped wearing it obviously because like people were very anti-custom dial, sure. and I became sensitive. I <laughs> became sensitive. Oh, now to I
1: that. wish you did bring yeah. it. But like I,
3: I wore it to Oyster Day yeah. with Oris. Um, it's just
1: it's just a Rolex Oyster Precision. Yeah, yeah. With, a, with,
3: with a with a red really dial. good like, like red dial. like
1: rich like that Cartier red. Wow. dial. it's so good.
3: And I and I wore it again that day, and I I hadn't worn it in a long time, and I just i said to you guys i was like i love wearing this i just haven't worn it in so long but like i was like you know what i don't care like i and i wanted to like honestly do a post about it and be like i recognize it's a custom dial like i, I recognize yep. this sure. like i'm not trying to hide that like yep. and like anyone with any intelligence knows rolex didn't do this yeah. Like yes it's but like oh my gosh it's such a fun watch and like it goes back to like i wish collecting and i think it's going the right way like you see a little bit more of an acceptance of like aftermarket and custom dials where like just be honest about it but like it doesn't make it any less yeah, that doesn't make it no, like, no, if it's what you like yeah. go for it yes. but
0: it, it's such a it's such a it, it goes off into such a strange place because what it does it assumes that every that you should only buy a watch if you intend to sell it at some point yes mm-hmm. and, and so I, that's and look you should what keep I, i've as never factory. done it
3: so yeah. it's like
0: but it's just like if you buy a watch to because wear because you like it because yeah, you like it, and at some point, point you want to make you want to customize it. Yeah, why not? We we talked about uh, Virgil Abloh uh, in that light too. When you look at what he did with his
1: AP, um, and then the, the look
3: at Mad design, but then yeah. what mad Bam? Paris. What George Bamford used to yes. do? Yes, with I know Rolexes.
1: Bamford. Well, Bamford, if I'm not mistaken, it was Bamford. I probably that did Rolex I could be wrong, for Supreme, the original, the Samaritan. I don't know. Whoever did it, it was in a Rolex Supreme collab. Mm-hmm. It was Supreme yeah. bought yeah. 20 of them, yeah. sent it to somebody, and they customized them. Mm-hmm. And like It was it, Bamford that did it? I, I think it was Bamford. I, I remember. Mm-hmm. But with the point, fuck point, them? Ba- yeah. yeah, to your yeah. point, Bamford, George Bamford was doing all the Rolexes. His, his was, personal yeah. Rolex is a solid gold yacht master with pop eyes. With yes. I remember legit.
3: walking into Colette in Paris when I was like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Throw back to that magic haven of a store yeah. i remember
0: i know sarah who used to own yeah
3: i'm we go that way was back. A, a was a, a special Colette place was a loss greater than barney's oh yeah um, yes but it was i remember walking in and seeing those watches the blacked mm-hmm. out rolexes mm-hmm. and i just remember being like as a 16 year old like yucked up frat being like oh my god this is the coolest yeah. thing in the world <laughs> like just Barney, thinking like right. oh my god they were so so cool And yeah. like
1: my favorite custom Rolex anything was a Colette Mad Paris collab on a Milgauss. That yeah, they with sandblasted the, the, the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a white dial, Colette blue Rolex crown, mm-hmm. and all the numbers are falling. Falling, off. yeah. And oh, yes. I, and yes. on the dial, it says, it doesn't matter. I'm it doesn't matter anyway. Yet. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's my favorite thing.
4: Where did we see Bamford Rolexes recently? We were together, I think. Probably Sotheby's. Sotheby's, Sotheby's yeah. had them. Sotheby's. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. But it was somewhere else, too.
1: Like, um, just, I remember we went you, I, I remember. It was weird It was, like, was not Banford though it was, um, it was mad Oh was it, it mad? Was mad? It was mad yeah. It was like And it was we just out of nowhere Like saw, just didn't expect it We saw Black Dot Milgauss rainbow indices Yes Yeah Okay yeah, cool. it was. I was, we was like,
4: whoa, this is hot.
1: Yeah, it was some home-the-wall boutique we walked you don't into, care, what wow. the fuck is this? Yeah, we like it was, five against the wall. We were like, wow, okay. Exactly.
4: It was like five against the wall. I can't remember
1: where we were. It'll come back to us, but I was like, yeah. yo, this is hot. Feature in go. Vegas. I want to go. Yes. Feature in Vegas <laughs> in the Wynn Hotel. They're like a you know upper-end boutique. They sell also Mad So tires, let's let's I, this gives me an idea. Let's talk about
0: something interesting real quick. For everybody, if there is one watch you could customize, which watch is it? What would you do to it?
1: Oof, fuck, that's tough. Create your own watch? Yeah. yeah, that's a whole episode. No, but...
0: you take a watch and you customize it. Which yeah, watch? You one
3: one one it base? I mean, like, I I need to say like the pieces that artisans de Genève do. Yeah. they did a sub mm-hmm. where they made the moon phase a moon phase with an aventurine yeah. dial. Yeah incredible yeah, I like think I that, saw that one.
0: that's good i they also did a date just with no date do you remember that yeah. one? i was like i don't care <laughs> it's just they OP. completely took the date what's, wheel out what's yeah. hard is i think i would just
3: want like an og blacked out bamford sub yeah like i like that says like two JJ. Absolutely. Love George. Oh, oh. That's- love that. <laughs> nice. There, you go. there, you go. there we go. There we go. George Banford. We know you're listening. That's good. Make this happen. Like that's my dream. Yeah. That's
1: good. What about you? Uh, my mind's going crazy right really? now. Really? Yeah. There's too many. Mm. I'm come back to me.
3: Uh, the elegant that says two Ben love JJ. There <laughs> Sorry, we go. My-
1: <laughs> two Ben love JJ. Yeah.
3: An FP. <laughs>
1: Love jj JJF F P. Fuck. That'd be You good. do you have something? That might
4: be an episode. Well, remember yeah, when good. I I had sent I had sent something in the chat mm. that um that interest in Explorer too mm. with that crazy floral like So
0: I actually I know I don't know that artist personally, but yeah. I know people who have purchased um bracelets from him. Yeah. So those are all just custom bracelets. Custom that bracelets. That he does. Yeah. But
4: I think I would do it, you know, I think I would do like Maybe like some kind of like hand engraved, like, I don't know, crazy, I don't know, Rolex or something. Just like maybe like a
3: floor. It has to be a Rolex. Mine, it has to be a Rolex. Would be a I, I would
1: love for it to be a Rolex. be what? Mine would be a Patek. It would be a Patek? Yeah. Sure. Um, I think I would do an engraved, well, hold on, let me get a little crazy. Titanium Aquanaut. I knew you were going to go there. I would use the fifty six fifty as a base. Okay. So okay. it'd be a semi open worked Aquanaut in titanium.
3: What about you?
1: In black. <laughs> oh man. Um,
3: yeah, you can't hit us with a hard. <laughs> <I'm telling> you, <laughs> this is I am, gonna sorry. be an episode. Where
1: yeah, we're we got to think no. You can you can spit one out now, and then we'll later on next season we'll make it a little thing. You know, we should make it, it, We should episode. make it a game. Yeah. But I I know what brand I would, I would I would, out I would like work in with. It. I don't know what I would
0: do, but I know what brand I would I would, I would do a Tudor.
2: Oh.
0: I would do I would customize a black bay fifty-eight. Interesting. hmm with, with a brace with real rivets. <laughs> 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 I would they stretch? No shade. Huh? Would they stretch? Maybe.
1: You gotta have stretch. Sure. But I would do a black bay fifty-eight. <laughs>
3: Wait, can I ask a question? Sure. Because I was asked this recently, and I'm like, shit, I've never been asked this. If you were one watch, what watch would you be?
0: If it. I were, if I were a watch, yeah,
3: like if that's what, a good question. Yeah, I I was asked it by like uh, someone who wasn't into watches, and I was like, that's a really good question.
0: I think I think what's I think if you could, a more fun version of that is to ask someone else what watch you are.
3: Oh, I like that more.
0: Because I don't <laughs> yeah. what watch am I? If I were a watch, well, I said,
1: said I said. With JJ just saying, I just split out day date, but I yeah. think day date could go for everybody in this room. Yes, I don't think I'd I'm be a, Day-Date. I'd be a Day-Date. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, I'm a day date. Yeah, we all. No, are. you know what? I feel like <laughs> We're all very iconic. iconic <laughs> yeah, there we go. Powerful watches. I think <laughs> sure, that's a day date. I think you'd
4: be a platinum day date. I'd be Ooh. a platinum day date. Yeah. Wow. What does that
0: say about who I am? <laughs> Stealth wealth, wealth. That's what that
3: I feel like you would be like the white gold with the icy blue dial because that could be a vibe. Yes. It could be a vibe. Like.
0: Me some baguettes. No, you don't do diamonds. <laughs> I would. I don't think I'd be platinum. No, because I mean, I'm yellow I'm, gold. I'm, huh? Yellow gold.
3: Maybe just.
1: I'd probably be white gold. Yeah, white. Like okay, just you'd a, be white old, gold, like Vincent. Resha- yeah, Rashawn would be a tridor. <laughs> sure. I,
3: could be a, I
1: could be a tridor <laughs> with a chocolate dial. <laughs> Rashawn would be a chocolate dial baguette indice tridor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Okay, so <laughs> I love it. Who, you get, get yellow be, or platinum. You would be. You'd be a Stella dial day day Okay. I would For I would sure. do a stella dial white gold. What what okay, what dial? I don't know. I see JJ as ox blood.
0: Yes. Yeah, or lapis. I You know what
1: though? There
0: you was could do
3: Malachite. That... that could be I'm
0: a Malachite guy. Malachite's but there powerful. was that there was that
1: That the white marble yellow gold?
0: No, there was a I don't remember if it was a day date or a date just that we saw. There was a it was um the it was a stone dial. Mm-hmm and it was green and red That's oxblood that's the oxblood yeah i feel like i'm oxblood that's yeah. fire i think i'm oxblood yeah i think that's i think that's what it
4: now i think i want to now i think i want to try it
0: maybe that's the name of the episode i think i want to try it um jj this has been fun Tons. appreciate you coming such through such a pleasure
3: thank you for having
0: um, me you're the absolute best yes we always um, have lots of fun we, we always have lots of fun uh wish you much continued success in this industry um if i can borrow a phrase from dime piece can't wait to see when we're all at the top what the glow up looks like
2: <laughs>
0: uh, as long
3: as you guys are there we will me. be yeah.
0: absolutely 100 yes, yes. this has been a ton of fun um Watch Anista just released their second magazine. Yes. Uh, so shouts out to, to them. Please go pick guys. it up
3: at any of the IWC boutiques.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so oh. super exciting time. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we expect more like that from Watch Anista? Yes. It's coming. Okay. How often they come in.
3: It'll be once a year. So and we'll you know continue doing extending a lounge section, which means more content for people who not just are interested in watches, but cars, spirits, lifestyle, oh, to really awesome. get mm-hmm. people who may be like aren't super knowledgeable about watches but have a little interest get them involved in a way because like right. the more people involved in watches the better
0: yes. amazing this has been incredible mm-hmm. episode 35 um for all of those listening and watching thank you for supporting us as always uh if you don't know where to find us you can find us on instagram at risk um we're on youtube just search risk Check podcast same for spotify Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and uh, we're also on Stitcher now. Where else are we at? We're on Pocket Cast. Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> TikTok for the kids. We're on TikTok for the children. For the children. Yeah. The children. <laughs> um, and um, we'll see you next week. This has been fun, episode 35. Woo. Peace. Peace. <laughs>